0: I've ever gotten at the poker table. Take a look back there. We have lots of trophies. I got pretty lucky to win that one. That one back there. I got down to six big blinds at the end of day one of a World Poker Tour tournament. And then I won the whole thing. That was lucky. We got a bunch of trophies up there. I'm sure I ran on Godly Hot to win some of them. Once, I won tournaments. Back to back. That was pretty lucky. But, by far, the luckiest thing that's ever happened to me a long time ago, in 2010, in early January, I was in the Bahamas. I showed up the day before the tournament to wire my money because I know PokerStars always loses your money when you wire it in. They're actually way better about that today. However many years later it is, 13 years later, but back then they would always lose your money. So all the pros knew to show up a day ahead of time. So I did. I walked down there. I proceeded to. Try to find my money. They did not have it. I then decided to play a $100 buy and sit and go for fun with me, four of my friends, and four of their girlfriends or wives. So we're playing for a little while and then all of a sudden, a very nice woman, she a girl back then, shows up behind me and I wonder what in the world is she doing here because I know she's not with one of those guys or one of those girls because they're all taken. So we make friends, we go hang out, And now I'm currently sitting in her apartment recording this video. It is my wife, Amy. Amy, come on in. We have special guest Amy Broder. Bring a chair, bring a chair. I keep a chair right here just in case uh, Amy decides to show up. Here is Amy. We're here today to discuss the luckiest I've ever been at poker and whatever else you all want to talk about to my wife. Say hello.
1: Hi.
0: Is this live? Is this
1: live? It's our apartment. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, a- Amy's the boss around here. Amy's the boss around here.
1: <clears throat> Turns good out, wh-
0: whenever you go get a loan, they don't like giving poker players loans so much. Whenever we got this apartment, they didn't really want to say that I have any income, I suppose. That is legitimate. But it's okay. Luckily, Amy is gainfully employed. How lucky is that? I found a nice lady who's also employed. <laughs> That's really lucky. Talk about lucky. lucky How do you spell Amy? Amy.
1: A-M-I-E.
0: She makes it difficult on all of you because no one spells Amy this way except for her.
1: Thank you for asking. That's
0: really nice. That is ask. very nice. True spirit asked that question. Angry John Little. Good morning. We're not angry today, today. We're very, very happy. <laughs> you ignore the chat. I
1: can't.
0: I'm gonna manage the chat. Okay. <laughs> I can't
1: ignore.
0: We're punching above my weight. I'm a catch. You all don't think I'm a catch? It's a tough one, but, you know, persistence pays off at the end of the day. I
1: told you you come off as angry.
0: Sometimes I come off as angry when I'm angry. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Or when you're talking. Or when I'm talking, yes. Mm -hmm. I try to be relatively even-keeled, but in my old age, I've gotten grumpy sometimes, especially when people say absurd things. Amy it is. A-M-I-E. Online poker is rigged. My strategy does not work. My strategy or your strategy. My strategy works fine. Perhaps it's your strategy. You love first time meeting swords. How was how did, was it meeting me from your point of view back in 2010?
1: It was uh, unexpected because I was there with some girlfriends and we were supposed to go watch the poker tournament together. Um, so had we gone together, I suspect we would not have started talking and that. Um, and then at the last second, literally steps away from the um, tournament area Two of the friends decided to head back to the hotel because we were flying home the next day, and they wanted to pack and call it a night. And I had been learning how to play recreationally just with some girlfriends, really badly, not not even knowing what the rules were. And so I really wanted to go in. I said, "Well, over here, I'm going to go in." Um, and I don't know, just thought it was nice you were talking to me because I was by myself and really nervous. And at first, I'm actually, nice. You're not. At first, actually, <laughs> I thought he was shooing me away from the table <laughs> when he started talking to me. And I started walking away embarrassed, but he said, no, no, it's okay, you can stay. (laughs) So I stayed. So I think I was just happy to have someone to talk to, because I was left at the casino by myself without knowing anyone else. So you seem nice. And then when you stopped playing, you were explaining the tournament to me, what it's like to be in a tournament, how it's sponsored, who shows up to these things. So I thought that was really nice also.
0: And then we went out to dinner. Well, I I ate. You just sat there.
1: I had already eaten dinner and had already sobered up from drinks earlier that evening. So I had a, you ordered me a quesadilla and a glass of wine, and I picked at a quesadilla and I think barely sipped a glass of wine.
0: So then I probably ate the quesadilla and the glass of wine. Maybe not. Maybe I had manners back then.
1: You might have had the quesadilla. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But that place isn't even there anymore, Atlas, Atlas
0: Bar and Grill Atlas became Bar. Olives by Todd English, oh. but I do not know what is there now because I've not been to Atlantis in quite a while, but I may be going there in December. Who knows? Yeah. For the first time in a long time. We will see. And then one of my students, Steve Begleiter, was having a charity tournament on the Intrepid, a boat, a big aircraft carrier here in New York City. Amy lived in New York City. We would stayed in touch on the internet for a little bit, and then I came to New York City, played the tournament, hung out, tried to hang out with Amy. She said that my hotel was way too expensive why don't you move in with me I didn't, I didn't say that. and that's exactly what happened I
1: didn't say that. <laughs> john said do i really need to keep paying for hotel rooms in you <laughs> or can i just start staying with you i said makes sense go ahead sure. i lived in a really small studio apartment though at the time and john would travel to his tournaments with this huge huge suitcase or maybe even sometimes multiple because you'd be gone for you know Sometimes months at a time. And I lived in this small studio apartment. So John would come visit with a small suitcase, open up a suitcase it took up half the living room. And that's how we learned to live together in a small space, <laughs> in a small space with nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide.
0: When was the last time you saw me be moved by a film or a piece of music?
1: That I saw you be moved? Yes.
0: You saw me move by a book the other day.
1: I was. That's what I was just thinking about. I we'll go back
0: and we'll read some beginning comments. You tell okay. the book story.
1: There's a so we have two kids. I don't know if you talk about. The, I assume you talk about the kids a little bit here. So we have two kids, James and Thomas. They're six and four, and we're reading some books by this um, wonderful author Mo Will and an illustrator Mo Willems, and he has a Nuffle Bunny series. Series. So there's Nuffle Bunny, Nuffle Bunny. Is it called two? I don't know. I forgot what it's called. And then Nuffle Bunny Free. Um, as a play on the word three. Anyway, at the very end of Nuffle Bunny Free, I won't spoil it for anyone who's considering reading it with children, um, something very sweet and sentimental happens. And John um, got a little emotional and teary-eyed. I got a little emotional and teary-eyed. The kids didn't understand what was going on.
0: (laughs) I actually read it the day before Amy was there with the kids and I cried by myself. Then the next day I cried again with
1: Amy. So I get sentimental. When he saw me cry, he cried.
0: I was already crying. It's a same book. Do you understand poker terminology?
1: I, I'm i aware of it. I don't know what all of it means. Very, very basic stuff I think I
0: understand. Amy has won a charity tournament. She has been on the World Poker Tour from Final Tabling, a high-stakes charity tournament. She does good at poker. She understands well enough.
1: I'm sorry. Go back. If someone ever asked you if I was good at poker, what would you
0: say? You're fine.
1: No, you would, you would say I'm bad.
0: No, like if you go to a casino and play against players who are playing for real, you'll lose. Right,
1: yeah. But no, like if you
0: play with all of your friends, you like you could run a home game.
1: I could not run a home it game. It would
0: be difficult, but you would get knowledge. I don't know
1: how to read. For anyone who ever plays against me, I'm just going to tell you, I don't know how to read the board. It is <laughs> horrible on. how often I misread the board and either overplay my hand because I think I have something or don't see what I have. Possibility to get and fold prematurely. It's 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 no good, but it's because I don't study and I don't practice.
0: Amy, what is, so. what you want to do? Is that a song? Where is that? Don't read the chat. I'm it's, reading. It. Oh,
1: okay. Is that a story?
0: Captain Morgan Darf says. Anytime you get oh, think the of song. the song.
1: Amy, what
0: you want to do? There you
1: go. I think I
0: say... Are the boys more like me or Mrs. Little? Thing? Amy is a strong um, woman. She is not Mrs. Little. She is Miss Broder still. Mrs. Misses Broder. I don't
1: know. Um. Thomas is not like John. No. I don't think Tom. Thomas is very lovey and effusive and goofy. All things that John can be, but he he doesn't have like a competitive spirit in him. He's not trying to crack through games, figure out puzzles. He he will if you sit him down to do it, and he'll he'll do it well. James has more of that drive. James is inherently in his brain, I think, just more like...
0: Thomas is the I one know, in blue.
1: They both look like they're in
0: blue. So Thomas this is one, the this little one, is one that looks James. bigger in the picture. This
1: is James. This one is, I can't do this on the camera. I can That's do it. That's Thomas.
0: Okay. Thomas is this one. <laughs> and this one is James. Thomas is four, James is six.
1: Um, James, though, he he wants to figure games out. He wants to figure out strategy. He wants to study strategy. He's got...
0: He's a gamer.
1: He, he's he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Thomas maybe eventually will warm to it, but he instinctively, he's not like John, I think. Would you agree?
0: I would agree that Thomas is more... Well, to be fair, he's younger. So, he's like, younger. who knows what's going to happen because people change younger. a lot as they grow up. And also... Um, no, he's like a little more carefree, fun, goofy, mushy. Whereas Tom, uh, James is more serious. He yes. wants to do the thing. He'll, he wants to sit down and work.
1: But he's also very fun and silly and loving too,
0: just in a different, a different way. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that people who work hard and study hard are more likely to be successful than people who do not work hard and do not study hard? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's so, apparently some. That's apparently a, 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 a out of line take on the internet now. What's up with the dude who criticizes me on Twitter? I don't know. I guess he thinks you don't have to work hard and study hard to do well.
1: I think there are some people who don't have to, but I think overall, if you're looking on average and long-term success, I mean, it's going to be the people who
0: work hard and study hard. I think that's pretty clear, but some people don't. I think a lot of people think that people just cannot be successful at some things. They think that it's literally impossible for you to be able to find a I... game you can beat and play it a lot, which well, are different.
1: Right. A game is different. There are there are some things that no matter how hard I try, I won't be.
0: I will not be an NBA player. Right. And neither will you. Yeah,
1: I know it's pretty bad. So, but which is fine,
0: right? But you know, again, also some people think that um, just because they think a thing that it must be accurate, but just because you think something does not mean it is accurate, and that's important to realize. Just because you cannot do something does not mean it's not possible. Consider running a mile. Yeah. Back in the day, people thought it was impossible to run a four minute mile. Literally impossible. Someone did it. And then a bunch of people did it. Who would have thought, right? And they're going to keep getting faster and faster over time. And maybe there is some physical limit, maybe not. But people can do things that you do not necessarily think they can do.
1: John had a physical limit with
0: running. Yeah, I'm, I, was try, I was trying to run a five-minute mile, not a four-minute mile, and I hurt my toes. Again, I, I go pretty hard. I think a lot of people don't realize how like hard I try to go when I do try to go.
1: I don't think Um, there's anything John tries that he doesn't do to the point of breaking. (laughs) I will go to the point of breaking, and I don't
0: really care. Yeah. His
1: family might care. Yeah, well, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. What else? You've learned a lot from me from all the free stuff. Good. Glad to hear it, Space. That's what we're going for. You're a shrimp right now. I love eating shrimp. Shrimp's one of my favorite foods. We asked the kids in the car the other day, what do they like to eat? And One of them said shrimp.
1: Spaghetti with a spicy tomato sauce and shrimp. But he pronounces it with a little bit of a twang and says it shrimp. I don't know how that Shrimp. Shramp. I like spaghetti and shrimp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nuffle Bunny Forever, says Stu. Yeah. There you
1: go. Nuffle Bunny books are great. All the Mo Willems books are great. We read a lot of Elephant and Piggy at home also.
0: Uh, do you prefer cash games or tournaments?
1: You don't really play cash games. I played cash games once and uh, I was not best version of myself but i I i've only played a cash game once and i didn't understand how to play a cash game um and people you know sometimes go a little nuts at the cash game i was playing anyway i would like crazy they play play a
0: lot they play a lot of gamble they gamble hard
1: yeah i would be willing to play again if i kind of understood i think i like let me be very specific i like charity tournaments where you can rebuy as often as you want (laughs) that's what i that is that's my scene That's my lane. Charity tournaments where you can rebuy as much as you want.
0: That is specifically Amy's lane. She does very, very well. (laughs) Otherwise, not so much. (laughs) Did your dad, what did your dad think whenever he found out that we were
1: together? I think my dad was pretty fine with it. It was my mom who maybe wasn't so in love with the idea. But my my, my dad, I think, didn't mind so much the fact that he played poker. My dad had... Liked poker, played, you know, online. My brother had played a lot also um, as a young adult. In fact, he had actually wanted to drop out of law school at one point to play poker professionally and was convinced otherwise. He left law school for other reasons eventually. But <laughs> initially, he did it because he wanted to play poker. So, you know, the bringing, bringing home someone who was interested in poker wasn't maybe such a shock other than it wasn't a circle I ran in ever. Um um, but I think I think my mom was a little bit more nervous. But honestly, he's just such a nice, normal guy and so disciplined and kind and family-oriented. It's, it's a little hard to not fall in love with him. I, I think from my mom's perspective, after she saw um, you with James when he was born and how you were with me when I was pregnant, I think that kind of sealed the deal for her, that she was uh, very happy.
0: That's very sweet. I think my
1: dad likes that John doesn't let me get away with anything and calls me out on everything.
0: No, I do not. I let you get away with everything. You do whatever you want. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately,
0: fortunately, I think both of us kind of, most of the time, do things within reason. I think so.
1: Not I, always, but most did, of the time. I didn't grow up in a house with parents who thought I was perfect, um, who, you know, who always would take my side. I mean, they were loving and supportive. I'm not saying that. I mean, they're my best friends, but... You know and so you know my dad is quick to call me out if I'm out of line or being ridiculous and John's the same way and I think they um, I think they appreciate that feature in each other
0: <laughs> what do in in 10 words or less what, I can do that what do you do for a living
1: oh <laughs> 10 words or less I'm I'm an energy <laughs> tax lawyer at GE at General Electric
0: what does that mean in 20 words or less?
1: 20 words or less. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I specialize in energy tax credits, understanding how you qualify for them, understanding how you can invest in energy projects to be able to benefit from them. And GE has a huge portfolio of energy businesses. We do nuclear, we do gas turbines, we do wind. Um, we do hydro, we do a whole bunch of stuff, um, and so I get to support all those businesses and how they can manage those credit qualifications with their customers, and we have a financing business, so which is where I technically sit, and so I manage all of our U.S. investments and in energy projects.
0: That was 126 words.
1: That's, that's a pretty succinct, though, I think, explanation of what I do. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I won't complain. How do you approach buying add-ons? We're not talking about poker today, sorry.
1: Because no, um, I was talking about um, oh. charity tournaments.
0: Uh, how does Amy approach buying add-ons? Turned, if you can I, still add on, Amy turns I, and looks at me and says, "John."
1: I screen to John, to so <laughs> whoever he is in the room, and I go, "John, can I still buy it? Like, because he'll tell me if it's not worth it anymore or not. I'm not asking him for the money. I'm asking him for the
0: is it acceptable the
1: logic of <laughs> John? Can I buy in? And he'll like nod or he'll say no. Um. And then, and then that'll that'll be that. And if, then when the rebuy window closes, then that's it. I'm on my own. If
0: they give you three big you guys, lines you when you rebuy. All,
1: you guys also should all know he doesn't help me that much when I play. He, like, won't talk to me. <laughs> a it's a little bit
0: out of line if you have a professional poker player coming over to give you advice on your situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't like that whenever she's in a high-pressure situation, she cannot ask me for help. It's
1: okay. But if, if you only play good hands, yeah. yeah. Just play good hands.
0: Against I tell I tell, I tell all of you the same thing. Against bad players, just play good cards and you'll be fine. Yeah. Amy has played good cards. She has final tabled multiple charity tournaments, 1-1, maybe more.
1: The last few though, I got knocked out pretty early and I just I haven't gotten any cards. But that's okay. It's just sometimes yeah. that's what's going to
0: play happen. Played like 10 or 15 that's right. and you've won one and you Vol- final tabled volume,
1: one. Volume volume cures variance. I just need to play more charity tournaments.
0: That's also apparently uh what's it called a hard hard take? Uh, What's it, what's it called whenever people think it's out of line? That, that's apparently something people think is out of line, that volume cures variance. It turns out it, um, they think that that's crazy. They think the only way to uh, minimize variance is to get way better than your opponents, but it turns out if you just play a ton, your edge will become clear. Um, What is your favorite hobby, and what do you do while I work on making content? Amy has a job that requires much time. Amy has no hobbies. All she does is work and play with
1: the kids. Yeah, I... <laughs> asked me recently what do I do for fun and I had a hard time coming up with something. I spend a lot of my time with the kids or if you if I have free time at the end of a night I'll either read a book or watch a tv show but I you know I like to go out to dinner with my friends we have a local sushi place here that's a fun meetup spot whenever a few of us have like the kids down we'll run out for a quick dinner and drink together. I like to go to Central Park a lot on the weekends more than John would want to go but I just like to be outdoors as much as we can while the weather's nice.
0: Hobbies are eating and walking.
1: <laughs> All right. Great. Think, things people have to do anyway. That's right.
0: <laughs> How would you rate my bankroll management? One to ten. Well, our money is very separate.
1: I was going to say, poker bankroll management yeah. Yeah. or yeah. Life, life bankroll management?
0: <laughs> We've had high taxes over the last few years and it's caused angst. Mostly due to due to my fault. Of, I don't
1: think that's a bankroll management That's not issue. a bankroll management I mean, I look issue. around this room We've made too and I, much see, money. I see stacks of books that I know you're never going to read. And if we see something fun on Shark Tank, John's on Amazon already ordering it, even if he doesn't need it. He loves sneakers. I don't
0: love sneakers. I have like 10 pairs of sneakers.
1: This guy aspires to love sneakers. <laughs> he wants to be someone who loves sneakers. But the problem is, is he has feet that get injured very easily. And so he cannot wear all kinds of sneakers. You know what it is? It does is? not stop him from buying multiple pairs of expensive sneakers that he thinks look baller <laughs> and cool.
0: <laughs> the problem is, is I only wear these black t-shirts yeah. because they are super duper comfortable. And I only wear like regular jeans, nothing fancy. So if I want to have any bit of accessory whatsoever...
1: I'm not complaining. I the, must have the shoes. I'm not complaining that you want the shoes. It's that you don't go to a store, try them on, walk around, see if they fit. You order them online, sight unseen, get them, wear them outside when you so you can't return them or whatever. And then you come home and you complain that your feet hurt. And I go, yeah. You have feet that get injured very easily and you refuse to try on shoes or find a brand that works for you and just buy their coolest shoes.
0: Do you think the time spent apart when we are playing, I'm away playing poker tournaments, makes our relationship stronger? I don't mind a break every once in a while. Why don't you finish the show by yourself? Do
1: I think it makes it stronger? (laughs) You know, Uh. I think, I think in a way it does because I think, um, I don't know how to phrase it. Um, I think it forces us to prioritize what's important between each other. You know, so you know. He's, he's there working. I'm here, you know, I'll be here making sure the kids are okay. Everything's running well at home. Um, we don't get to talk as much, which is a bummer, but it also means we're not nitpicking and fighting over little things because if I get five minutes to talk to him, that's not the best use of time. I want him to feel love and encouragement and support. The kids want to say hi to him. And so I, I feel like it helps reset a little bit. And then when he comes home, it's always a really nice housewarming the kids usually make a sign or a card for him there's one hanging right outside uh his office door right here that they made what do they say big boy welcome
0: big boy welcome. sometimes they
1: call john big boy i don't know why (laughs) because i'm a big boy big boy
0: um i i found that if i go for longer than like two weeks i start to miss them a ton right and i feel like amy starts to get a little bit uh burnt out at home for lack of better words. No, the, I mean, I think, the kids, I mean, I, I don't think know.
1: think it varies very Long periods
0: of time are tough away, so I have tried to make a point to limit my poker play, at least while the kids are young, to, you know, two weeks at most, maybe, like, once every two months, give or take, at most. And I think um, maybe maybe I start to feel homesick after that. I mean, like, you know, I want to be home and be with the kids. I've tried to set up my life so that I could be home and with the kids, and with Amy, of course, a large <laughs> chunk of the time. And... That, that's what I set myself up to do, and so it would be silly to not do those things that I set myself up to do, that I, like, want to be doing, you know? It's best to start playing cash games or tournaments when you're starting. Probably cash games. Is that his wife or mistress? This is my wife. Her name's Amy. We've been together for many years. We met in 2010. You're traveling to the States. Is there a place to play in Jacksonville? I think the main slash only place to play in Jacksonville is Best Bet, which I've had a perfectly fine time at. Do you travel and rail me at poker tournaments before we had kids?
1: A little a little bit, but, um, you know, poker is not very easy to watch live or that interesting because you can't see people's cards. I couldn't tell how much people were betting. You know, John's very quiet at the table generally. So I would go to some tournaments, like if he was playing in Atlantic City nearby. Um, you know, it was actually not that nearby. I would go there or the bahamas since that's where we met i would go back annually and watch him a little bit but after just watching a little bit i kind of wander off and go go do something else um why i, I thought i just said because it's not as interesting to watch in person not, and not a lot is happening right so yeah, it's you don't just really not
0: really know not a lot's happening, happening in live poker
1: so i'd sometimes bring a book or i'd walk around the shops or the boardwalk or something by myself but other i think you know, I'd still go to see him to visit, or if he was spending the summer in Vegas for the World Series, I usually had a client meeting in California during the summer, so I'd go, I'd go visit my client, take care of those meetings, fly to Vegas to visit him for a couple of days, and then come back home. Um, so not, I can't, you know, last time we were in Vegas, it was just for a friend's party. I can't remember the last time I went to Vegas to watch you play. I Can't remember the last time I watched you play. It's been
0: a very long time. Yeah.
1: Because to be fair, it's not that interesting. I, just, I literally sit there,
0: you know, and you don't know when someone's going to make a final table, and if they do, it's like, whatever,
1: anyway. There were a couple, <laughs> there were a couple of times I remember you'd call me and tell me you were, like, near a final table, at a final table, like, so in case I was able to fly out to see it. But it never worked out, because it would be, like, the middle of the night when you'd find out, and then mm-hmm. I'd wake up the next, anyway. I don't so know I don't if think...
0: Amy is aware of this, but um, I'm sure some poker players are. So I think it's kind of a distraction to have a lot of other stuff going on when you are trying to focus on playing poker. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with... Logistics of multiple people flying in. I don't want to have to deal with the person flying in and then me immediately busting and then all wow. of us being sad together. It's like,
1: eh, I,
0: don't, I just don't need that. But I don't you know, want that.
1: You know what we do now, though? A lot of times you'll be on a feature table that's getting live streamed and I'll pull that up and I'll watch that and the kids will watch it. Right. But there's um, no logistics to that.
0: And there's well, no well, but like, it is devastation. A ver- but it
1: is a version of watching you now. It's a, a much better version. You, but, yeah. It's
0: a much better version because you have cards face up, you have a commentator. You can watch it for 12 minutes and be done. You it's know? fun
1: because I can show it to the kids. so I can say, look, that's where, that's where Daddy is. That's what he's doing. Let's watch him for a little bit. And they get really into it. They did, get really
0: into did it. Did we start PokerCoaching.com together? And what do you actually do at the company?
1: Oh, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't touch it. <laughs>
0: it's called a hot take. That's it. It's a hot take when you say something that's crazy. It's a hot take that you have to work hard and study yeah. nowadays. You
1: did start it either right before we met or right after. I are, forget. Are
0: you the chief financial officer or something?
1: No, I do nothing. I do nothing. Other than provide support and a sounding board wherever
0: he needs. I do bounce some ideas off of Amy quite often. Usually Do you ever take my Usually either? um <laughs> I get Amy's advice first and I don't take it most of the time and then inevitably other people at my company say it and I'm like, Oh two two I two up, two, two people have confirmed.
1: Can you believe it? Justin had this really great idea. We're gonna <laughs> start this next week and I go, We talked about this six months ago. <laughs> He goes, yeah, but now Justin thinks it's a good idea.
0: <laughs> you sound like Rachel McAdams. Who's that?
1: Oh, she's she's an actress. Is she nice? She's nice. It would be nicer if someone said I looked like Rachel McAdams, but I'll take the voice feed. Shayna says here. right above, Amy
0: looks like a Republican. <laughs> no judgment. Let's keep moving forward. What's my favorite oh, yeah, sneaker? Possible. I don't have a favorite sneaker. Um,
1: Wait, someone told you a kind to try, so you should go up and look where oh the brooks sneakers i wear brooks sneakers but he wants like he wants nikes or you no, know things i want that...
0: fashion and art
1: yeah but i bet we can find some brooks ones that are a little bit more fun too i but have yeah, a pair of I white sneakers I, I, like
0: I like having artists i like draw on my shoes so i have these i have multiple pairs of shoes drawn on by artists that i like which Amy thinks is nuts. Nice. oh <laughs> i
1: thought it was cool I okay thought it was
0: cool when you came home i have that. some by guy by guy named gabe weiss i like. Two shoes. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You know what a blocker is in poker?
1: No, but can you teach me quick?
0: Yeah, essentially, say somebody raises, and you have, like, ace-10 offsuit. It's a pretty good hand to re-raise, not because ace-10 is amazing, but because you have an ace in your hand, and that makes it less likely they have aces, ace-king, ace-queen, etc. So it makes it more likely, proportionally, that they have work, like not those hands, and right? And they'll get scared off. And they'll be more inclined to fold. Yeah. So, an ace in that scenario is a blocker. Or say there's three spades on the board, and you have the ace of spades on the board. Or you have the ace of spades in your hand. Now you know they cannot have the ace high flush.
1: They can't have top
0: flush. Right. right yeah. And if you think about the flush cards, flush hands that are played, they don't play like four two suited, right? So, having the ace of spades in that scenario actually removes like a third of the flushes or half of the flushes that are logical for them to have. Okay. So that makes a really good bluffing card that makes sense? Okay. That's what a blocker so is. So what's
1: the question?
0: Do you know what a blocker is? And oh, what do you think it? about uh, people really considering them in their thought process? I'll tell all of you, a long time ago, back in 2007, I was You'll talking to Tom question. Duan about paper strategy, <laughs> and he was talking about blockers and how you really want to have backdoor flush draws and stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand this at all. That was back in 2007, a long time ago, before solvers. Tom Duan knew it before everybody else, and you give him that ace, ace of spades blocker, he'll just rip it in your face because you really want to call 400 big blinds with not the nuts?
1: So now I know what a blocker is. So oh. that was half the question. The other one is, is it good? And I don't. No, no. What, how- what
0: do you think about that being a big focus on a lot of poker strategy nowadays? It turns out the solver does care I feel a lot like about Like it
1: lockers. has to care, right? Yeah.
0: Well, if you remove a third of the nuts they can have, right? That's very valuable. And if you know that, let's say you know your opponent doesn't like to call a big river raise without the nuts, and you know they really can't have the nuts because you have the ace of spades. Yeah. Blast them. That's true. And it's just like a free pot. And that, that, I mean, it's not necessarily that free, but you get what I'm saying. That. That does come up a lot.
1: I like it. I'm only going to play with blockers now.
0: Blockers yes. are very, very valuable.
1: Next charity tournament. That's all. I'm just going to wait for
0: blockers. What's so, f- so
1: is a blocker effectively usually an ace or something um, else that kind of like would make it a nut?
0: Yeah, so imagine, imagine the, on what the board is. Imagine the board's like 10, 7, 6. A 9 or an 8 is a blocker okay. to the straight, okay. right? Or like bottom pair sometimes a blocker because it blocks your opponent from having some two pairs, but also bottom three of a kind. So you'll see very often like bottom pair will raise in some scenarios, not because it's good, but because it blocks them from having some combinations of sets. What's the funniest thing I do when I'm drunk? Amy does not like it when I get drunk because when I get drunk, sometimes I get snippy and mean, especially when things are not going my way. And inevitably, whenever I'm drunk, a lot of stuff is a a disarray around the house and Amy doesn't like that. And she gets mad. And then when she gets mad, I get mad. So we have tried to limit drinking around the house. Um, Failing it at some should, point of time. Be it, period. We should be limiting it, period. <laughs> that is right. That is right.
1: Funniest thing you've done
0: on your drunk. I don't do literally anything funny. Let's move on. Yeah, unless you have something on the top of your head.
1: He it used to be. He would pet my face, and I would. I didn't understand it, but he would pet my face when he was drinking.
0: Because you're so cute. And
1: tell me, yeah, tell me he love I love you so much.
0: <laughs> and now I just get mad. Um, do I still play Sunday tournaments? No, I try my best within reason to spend the weekends with the family. I did play Sunday tournaments for a while, and I don't think it's that great of a use of time. At this point, I'm not playing poker to try to win $1,000 on a Sunday or whatever. I'm trying to hang out with my family. And when everyone's off on Saturday and Sunday, that's a great time to hang out with your family. All right, Kent needs girl advice. What does it mean when you know messages... Wait. When a girl you know messages out of nowhere a month after breaking up with her boyfriend, Amy hasn't been in the dating pool for a long time, but go ahead, as far as I know.
1: I would, well, I guess it depends. You should say, hey, girl. I guess it depends on what the message is, but I would probably say she's, like, taking stock of her life and her dating life, and I probably wouldn't reach back out to her unless you were interested in rekindling some type of relationship.
0: Yeah, do you like her or not? Shout out to Gods Big and Crazy Sixes—they do a great job on the study sessions. People are crushing it. Good. I'm glad to hear it. That's exactly what we are going for. Let's see. Thanks everyone for all the kind comments. I definitely appreciate it. Let's see. You could be a consultant to help get more women into poker.
1: Oh no, it should be someone who knows poker. But I. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say John cares very much about representation in poker, um, and we talk about it, and he. He actively um, cheerleads women in poker, looks for women coaches, looks for people to support, helps anyone he can. Um, so it is It is something that he sees and thinks about Thinks about a lot.
0: I had a question, I forgot it. What do you think about crypto and NFTs and art that Jonathan likes?
1: We have very different taste in art. <laughs> but there is some stuff that he likes that I think is really fun too. But I, I don't get involved in that either. But it is fun to see, like, how he collects and, and what he likes and the artists he's interested in. And he really, anything he does, he does. <laughs> he commits himself to I, I go, if I'm going to do he it, really I enjoy, do it. He really you know?
0: enjoys it. Go back I, to people thinking it's not possible to, like, grind stuff all day, every day.
1: I will say it was a bit of a surprise when it turned from, like, kind of just something fun to kind of play with on the side to effectively something that was taking up more of your time. But so that was a bit of an adjustment. Because it used to be John would finish poker coaching stuff at a certain hour, be with us the rest of the night when we did vacations, pure free time. But being involved in NFTs is different, right? Because you have to jump on a computer at 11.02 to do something, <laughs> and it has to be right then, and it can't be made up. And, um, and you know, anyway, so there's a lot. The time is more flexible, but at the same time, it seems more
0: demanding. 11 a.m. today, I got to admit the meme card, for I
1: example. Bet. I yeah, bet. yeah, you bet. I bet.
0: Uh, you don't know anything about online poker legality, correct? I do not. Does my sister play poker as well? Her? This is my wife. I don't have a sister. Um,
1: I don't have a sister either.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Do you ever interrupt me while I'm playing a tournament? Like if the kids are being crazy. Like I said, I really don't try to play poker at home very often. And, and when I do, when I did, Amy would essentially get the kids out of the house or out of my hair, one of the two. And that's no. good and appreciated. That's no, like what cl- needs to be done.
1: When his door is closed or I see him recording, I don't ever.
0: Do poker downswings affect my home life? I think it can wear on you. It can I think it can wear on me. But at the same time, like I'm not really playing a whole lot of poker at home, and
1: no, he doesn't mean though at home. He just means like the fact that you are on a downswing in general. Does it affect things at home? When at home, what do you like
0: mean? does how it make you me pissy? how
1: you are at home and how you are with us? Yeah. Does you think it make-
0: makes me pissy if I lost a tournament last week?
1: Is a downswing a single tournament? No, a downswing <laughs> is doing poorly over an extended period of time.
0: Sure. I mean, look, I think at the end of the day, I realized that in 2023, I do not put in volume at yeah. all. And therefore, like, the results are just going to be all over the place, right?
1: <clears throat> we have talked about, you know, I we've said, like, maybe you should be traveling more. The kids are in school <clears throat> most of the day, right? So you yeah. are missing, you are missing evenings and mornings and weekends, right? So that, yes, of course, you're missing time with them. But they're also in school a lot more now than they used to be, right? So there's a lot less stuff you have to be doing at home. And they're also used to that. They miss him very much when he travels, but they're used to this idea that John will be traveling. And so we've offered up, you know, why don't you go and travel more, play more tournaments, try to get more volume and do that. But John really, he
0: he loves his family. I love my family (laughs) and I want to be home.
1: Also, I got a
0: lot of stuff to do because I do a lot of work with poker coaching. A lot of stuff with NFTs, and that's, like, two full-time jobs. Yeah. And, um, you know, family is, like, not a full-time job. You know, it takes a lot of time, right? And that inevitably makes me not want to go play. And when I go to play at this point, I try to be very selective with what I play so that I can put in as mi- as much volume as I reasonably can in as short of a time frame as I can while also playing in games that get at least some publicity. Because, like, if I win a random $1,000 tournament somewhere, it doesn't do me any good. I mean, you make a little bit of money, but no one's going to care. So
1: if there are any tournament directors that watch this, by the way, September is back to school season. It's a bummer that John has to be away at back to school season. It's a bit of a tough transition time. And all the December tournaments are right around the holidays. And this is just a purely us thing. Both kids' birthdays and John's birthday. So to have him away means we're limited on when we can do any birthday celebrations with the kids. So when you talk about getting women in poker might also require a reassessment of schedules because there's a lot of stuff that's planned around kind of key family slash children transition times that I would think if you were someone who was, you know, didn't have options on child care would make it very hard to participate.
0: And then I told Amy, there's always something going on I know, when you have kids and therefore such is life. Such is life. Well, Brad Wilson we be making more cash game content. Get ready. We have an advanced cash game course coming out towards the end of the year. I am excited for that. How's the Battleground rating? I got up to 8,000 for a second, and then I'm back down to, like, 7,700. But a bit on the uptick. I was at, like, 6,000 or so. James has found him that he likes Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Talk about this, Amy. You
1: want me to talk
0: about Hearthstone? Yeah. No. Amy does not like <laughs> Hearthstone because it's an incredible— well Battlegrounds, at least, is an incredibly addictive game. And it's a very fun game. And James gets addicted to stuff quickly, it seems. No, that's not why. Why?
1: It's, well, I, I don't like it because... I, I don't love when... It's not a secret, but John effectively ha, has secrets or things he's doing with the kids that don't involve the family. And him and, John, him and James have this thing where they'll play Hearthstone... And Thomas will watch, but John sometimes even gets annoyed when Thomas wants to touch the screen. Thomas plays
0: the tutorials. He plays the tutorials, I know.
1: So you eventually got him to do the tutorials. James doesn't always know when to put it away, and he thinks that it's something he does with Daddy that he's allowed to do whenever he wants and doesn't always respect when someone other than John tells him, we're not playing this right now. He freaks out. So I think we have to teach him a little bit on how to use it responsibly but also they'll sit there and they'll do it for a half hour when they could be doing anything else or going outside or, you know, reading a book or doing a puzzle together. But I, I don't mind doing it periodically. I, I just, I don't love how James reacts when you tell him he can't do it.
0: Also, one, once once we said, like, look, let's try to not play around mommy. Whenever mommy's out of town, we'll play a little bit.
1: No, that's what I hate because then it makes it more like a I'm the problem. No, it's, a, it's a, just a, a daddy thing. It shouldn't be, though, because when, when you were traveling, I played with them. I sat there, and I well, said... Well, that was a mistake. I said, why don't you guys teach me how to play, walk me through a tutorial? And they were very happy to sit with me and do a tutorial. So it was a way to involve me without me having to know how to do anything. So I don't like it that you say, hey, this is just something we're going to do when mom's not But looking. I don't
0: view it... No, I don't when view mom's it like that. When not
1: looking, we're going to get the idea. When you're not here, Star we'll Wars
0: watch Star and Wars and stuff. you know. And it's I like,
1: would watch Star... Well, but that's Thomas Skip.
0: Like, in my mind, it's okay to have things that I do with the kids, and it's okay for you to have things that you do with the kids.
1: I agree, but don't frame it as, a uh, mom said not to do it, so let's just do it when she's not here. Mm.
0: <laughs> You're framing of it in the way, but the way we see it is different.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Which is why most people have problems in all sorts of aspects of life. When people have opinions about things, inevitably they butt heads. Sure. Yeah. Sure. There's some Buddhist quote about that, I People with opinions spend most of their time bickering with other people who have opinions. So it's best to have no opinions and just be chill
1: and zen. Best to not have opinions?
0: about, Especially about things you don't know about. Now, this is different, right? But, like, take Twitter, for example. Whenever people have opinions about things they don't know about, inevitably, they try to stir up trouble for no good reason. Anyway, let's say Okay, let's go back to the questions. Am I planning on going on a cruise for the World Poker Tour? I don't even know anything about that. Um, all December babies, Yes. More of my poker coaching subscribers go through tournament or cash game content. I think it's roughly 50-50, believe it or not. Sure, slightly one more, one way more or the other. Who is making content for the advanced cash game course? Lots of coaches. I'm not even going to go through it. You'll know it when it's done. which will be in probably November. Let's see. You found that you have to stop. Alvin says he finally has to stop talking about poker with his wife because she got sick of hearing about it. Do we go through that? Not so much with poker. Probably more with NFTs nowadays.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate hearing the stories and seeing what you're interested in in the
0: art. You know, you have all these people thinking that I'm like some shoe addict now, which I'm not. I have literally like 10 pairs of shoes. You probably have more shoes than I do. So, we've talked about Jonathan and his shoe addiction, which well, I obviously don't have.
1: Well, hold <laughs> on. I have more pairs of shoes, but I've kept I keep them forever. I've had some of the same pairs of shoes for, like, since I started working, you'll go through a I rotation. I just made a statement. You'll go through a rotation <laughs> of 10 shoes because some of them will hurt your feet. You toss them, you'll get new ones.
0: Or they might get dirty.
1: So it could be that you've, in aggregate, owned more shoes than me. I definitely Because I not. don't change my shoe I wear. I definitely have not. Fitnessism.
0: Okay, so people, again, want to know, what are your hobbies, interests, shoe equivalents? But my again, shoe
1: equivalent. <laughs>
0: you the shoes are not even a thing i
1: know i know we may be overblown it um yeah, i didn't except he owns, <laughs> he owns two pairs that look identical but one is in leather and one is in canvas i designed canvas two
0: shoes in poker coaching colors green and white and black and i had them like alternating colors you can design shoes on nike and a lot of other sites They cost like a 100 bucks and
1: the shoes don't cost a hundred
0: dollars yeah they do okay that's it not so bad. You're blowing this that way out of proportion. I spent two hundred dollars on two pairs of shoes, one for the summer, one for the winter, because she tells me there's a difference between leather and canvas. Anyway, I
1: didn't tell you to get
0: canvas. I have them in alternating colors, so like just like figure out the one I like. I actually like, I think, the canvas design, but I want it more on the leather, so now I got to get another pair. Sure. of course. So, what are your what are your?
1: Uh... Um, I'm trying to read more. I don't read enough. I wish I read more, because otherwise I'll just put on a TV show on Netflix and just sit there zoned out. So I'm trying to like actively.
0: Read we have to leave in seven minutes. By the way, but I have I a only, poker coaching webinar starting soon. I only seven.
1: get through maybe like a couple books a year. It takes me so long to get through a book. But then someone, John, tells me my stories are too long. Someone at work recommended a book called Smart Brevity, <laughs> so I bought that, and I'm hope and it's supposed to be a quick read, so true to its name. And I'm going to try to read that um, by the end of the summer and keep my stories shorter. And then you'll be happier. So you want to read more.
0: You want you want to read more.
1: I don't even know that I want to read more, but I feel like I should read more because there are just a lot of fun stories out there, fiction and nonfiction, and so I should probably just be more aware of what's being put out put out there.
0: Do I ever let the kids win at games?
1: No. I most but definitely you will, do. No, I, but, <laughs> I, but he will sometimes bend the rules or change the edge in order to give the kids more opportunities to win. So for example, when we play games, sometimes he'll give the, like we'll play chess and he'll give the kids a couple moves to choose from to help them learn bit by bit how to create a mental strategy in chess. So he's not, he's not going to let them win per se, but he is going to guide them in some directions to help kind of teach them how to think. He wants them to learn how to think.
0: I will say like with chess, for example, I will make it hard for me to win by like spotting James... A rook or something, right? He'll take a piece away. Or, and, you know, like, sometimes you lose if you start without your queen or without your rook or whatever. And I've been playing with him in the morning where I will give Thomas, the four-year-old, two moves to pick from and let James play on his own. And, like, James checkmated us the other day because Thomas just refused to move the pawn and give the king room once we castled, right? So we lost. And fine, you know, whatever. We lost because he screwed up. (laughs) I gave him the move, like, seven times. He just didn't want to do it. So, you know, like, I, I try to find ways to give the kid's success, so they don't just think that they're losing or bad at the game, right? Like, I want them to have a little bit of success, but I also want to keep them hungry to realize that you still have a lot to learn. Is this the woman I talked about in my pokerography? It is, many, many years later.
1: I will say I love, you know, people, people sometimes ask, what is it like to be married to a poker player, and like, what are the, you know, good parts and bad parts? It is really, really, really fun to watch him play games and figure out games on the because he'll be playing with the kids and he'll figure out immediately how to modify the game in a way that either can make it easier for them to learn the steps or a little bit harder for them to push them on how to develop strategy. So when we, there's a very simple board game that we play, is it called the ladybug game? Or do yeah. Or the, just the kids call it the
0: ladybug game? I don't know. Game. I think it's called the ladybug game.
1: Anyway, very simple board game. It's kind of like a shoots and ladders idea. Very simple. Um... And, you know, it was getting a little basic for James. James said, you know, and and there wasn't a lot of skill involved in the game. It was just, you know, you're you're picking cards. There was no skill involved. You're picking cards. You're just moving around the board. Sometimes you had a choice. Not really. So what John started doing with James, who was eager to kind of be a little bit more strategic and competitive, we started to run it twice. So you pull multiple cards out. You figure out which card you want to play. Are you going to take two steps and you can get an aphid? Are you going to take a step backwards, but it lets you get another turn? Are you And so it, it would start to teach James how to think. And just the fact that John thinks that way, I mean, makes life with him just really fun. Really fun. And the kids just have a lot of fun. And they learn so much through it. So it's, it's hard to stay mad for long about any of the,
0: <laughs> I, we need, we got, we got that. picture sure record, you snip that
1: piece. <laughs> it. Mr.
0: Editor, snip freeze that one. it,
1: put it yeah. in <laughs> one of these, like, living pictures behind them. Yeah. And so anytime I'm upset, you'll be like, you said, you said the good outweighs the bad.
0: I, I like the idea of modifying games that are very simple. Because it is, like, just a straight pick a card, do what the card says. But then yeah. we started with two options. Then we, now we do, like, three options, yeah. right? And it's really fun that teaches James variants when he, like, gets three of the same card that are all terrible. Yeah. He's like, oh, because sometimes in that game, you'll just string together a bunch of go agains, right? Sometimes you have to go backwards to go again because you get three more pulls and then you get to just keep going, right?
1: What's phenomenal, what's phenomenal though, is seeing him then teach Thomas or teach me, <laughs> no, this is what you want or this is what you're looking for because it also shows that he's not just copying John and Thomas when he does it. They're not just copying him they're actually learning it because then they teach it to each other or they'll teach it to me when I sit down and play with them and that's that's the cool thing because what I always get bothered by is if they're just copying him or if he's just giving them an answer but to watch them figure it out at their age is is it's really it's just so cool it's just so cool to see them thinking in that
0: way James is quick to pick stuff up and I think he's very quick to teach people oh yeah, yeah. especially if it's like more fun let's and he's
1: a good and he's a good big brother he loves to they sit down and play chess in the mornings now and they'll like, they'll show each other moves and, you know, walk through
0: stuff together. So I mean, I woke up this morning and James was telling Thomas on the chessboard, no, don't do that. I'm going to take you. Yeah. And which, which is good. Yeah. Um, early in the relationship, did you ask how I was doing after each session in terms of up or down money?
1: Not in terms of, I think I would, I, I think I would ask like all the time, how are you doing? And I would track how you were doing at a tournament and I just started to realize it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. Um, you know, it, it just didn't matter. You know, because we're you're playing kind of a long game here, both literally and figuratively. So I just I stopped tracking every little thing.
0: Uno is a great game. Good. We will consider yeah. Uno. Yeah. Um, would you support if our kids wanted to become poker players? I mean, that's a long way down the road. I would probably push them into something like business, because I think business is a great way to get a hold of a ton of money at the end of the day. And once you have a ton of money, you have far more options. That said, poker is a great way to get a hold of some money, especially when you don't have a whole lot of other options available. So, if somehow they find themselves in that scenario, then maybe.
1: What do you think? No, I think yeah, I think we have to see what they're like if they're dedicated to it, what their potential is, and what their other options are. I think, I think if you were to say anything well about your career and where you ended up, is that I think you would say sometimes you wish you had more options going forward
0: well we kind of did pivot into poker coaching
1: right but even beyond even poker or something and sure. so i think i think making sure the kids have options so that no matter what they decide decide to pivot to in the future they have some type of a window into that pivot so I, I think that's what we would want to be mindful of
0: i think options are very powerful in all aspects of life and being able to figure out what you want to do at any point is good And i think poker does leave the door open you just have to make sure you're making use of your spare time to learn other stuff all right, last question. Can you
1: see the last
0: one. We have two more questions. Is Thomas James's? Is Thomas Amy's favorite, and is James my favorite? I love both boys equally. I think I resonate a little bit more with James because James is more of my copy.
1: Yeah, I, I love them both so much. I mean, James is my original nugget. I, that's what I call him. And, and you know, I couldn't I couldn't love him anymore. He's just
0: absolutely my whole heart. So and neither, Thomas, neither of us like Thomas.
1: Thomas is just <sighs> so exuberantly loving and playful. Um, so he's my sunshine, and James is my nugget. But I, I, I couldn't possibly pick a favorite. They're just both so amazing to watch. They're very so, good kids. I'm so proud of them. It is they're, interesting how you can so have
0: two kids who are very different they're and still so, love them They're so different.
1: Right? They're they're sometimes similar, but they're they're you know.
0: Do the kids' teachers or friends think poorly about me as a professional poker player because of gambling? I
1: don't. No, because first of all, we're they're not, not going to tell you. We're not, they, maybe they'd say something to our kids, but neither of our kids have come home yet saying anything. I wonder if as they get older, maybe they'll come home because kids will get a little smarter and also a little meaner. <laughs> maybe they'll say something. Um, I will say it was very funny that the kids, in James's class, he just finished first grade, they had to write series books and book and reviews of things. And um, you could pick a review of a food or a restaurant or a city. And James wrote an entire book reviewing Las Vegas, and he's never been there, so it was purely from remembering things John has said, so he wrote a review of the Bellagio fountains, he wrote a review of the noodles you can eat there, because John talks about a favorite noodle shop he has. um, Back when I
0: used to grind all day every day, we'd eat a lot of noodles from Bellagio. Yeah, the
1: hotels, so he wrote this whole (laughs) review book about Vegas, and when we went to go see them do like a publishing party at school, the teacher came up to us and chuckled and said it was so funny and sweet. Yeah. He, he thinks and the Eiffel Tower is in yeah, Vegas. He, wrote about he the drone, drew Tower. the Our Eiffel Tower. He drew the Eiffel Tower in Paris, and so we haven't seen negative feedback. Um, but you don't know
0: what people are thinking. You don't know what they're saying know. or doing. But everyone's has been friendly and nice for the most part, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, last question: What's the funniest thing I do? The pe- funniest thing people don't know about me, and then we got to go because I have a webinar for poker coaching members starting in eight minutes.
1: Oh, that's a hard one. I will say I don't know how goofy John is to you all. He can be very funny, and he loves, we love to do family dance parties. We'll put on music, just silly, fun music, and we'll dance around with each other. Gummy
0: bear, currently, because they're loving this gummy bear song. And we'll turn
1: song. the lights off, and yeah. he's just, he's he's goofy and silly and very physical in his humor, and... Um, physical in my humor. Well, you'll, you'll, like, throw them on your back and run mm-hmm. around and do something funny, like, with your body, as opposed to telling jokes, but you also loves to learn magic he does magic tricks for the kids all the time
0: he's just i have my bag of magic stuff right here to study right here look at that yeah rubber bands and coins that's all you
1: need all you need. anyway so he's you know he's just he's a really loving 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 fun person at heart that's wonderful what do you think is the funniest thing about you
0: i don't know we gotta go though okay well the funniest um, thing is um i like to stick to schedules and i don't like being late
1: that's not funny is that
0: funny that, or is uh, that peculiar <laughs> i yeah. Like to stick to schedules and do a good job.
1: He's very mindful of time and other people's time. He doesn't want to be disrespectful of people's time. So if you tell him to show up somewhere, he will be there right at that
0: time. I hate it when people are late on me. And I yeah. think uh, people don't like it when you're late on them. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So it's time to go. Goodbye. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Amy, for being here. It seems like people enjoyed the show. Thank you for There were me. zero negative comments except for they think you're my mistress. And that's... Maybe a compliment on your looks. We just had
1: our anniversary last week, so thanks for inviting me.
0: We did. nice
1: to stroll down memory lane a
0: little bit. If you all want more with Amy, let us know. If you want specific topics with Amy, let us know. I don't know when we're going to be doing the show next, by the way, because we're going upstate for a while. And then I'm going to Vegas for a while. So I think it's (laughs) going to be like six weeks before we have the show again. Five weeks, something like that. Maybe there's a show in the middle. I don't know. Anyway, I appreciate all of you for being here. Thank you all for being here. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, whatever, please leave it in the comment section down below. Always talk this fast. Only yeah. at the end when I'm out of time. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to no, say? No, thank
1: you. Thank you for having me. I was a little confused whether this would be okay with you all, because I think when you sign on for Little Poker, you're looking for poker tips. But thanks for thanks for being patient and watching.
0: If they get dating advice every once in a while, All <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Click the like and subscribe button down below. Check out PokerCoaching.com. Goodbye.